0: Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
1: I love it. I have gotten so much energy, and I feel great. This balance of nature has changed my life. I had absolutely no energy. I started taking the fruits and veggies, and I just felt better and better and better, and my strength is just so improved. I haven't felt this good in 10 years, I'm telling you balance of nature is the best product i ever took in my whole entire life so i just wanted to tell you how wonderful your product is
0: get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home right now balance of nature is offering free shipping and 35 percent off on any new preferred order call one 800
2: or go to Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com.
0: help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. BalanceofNature.com and use discount code Kate.
2: Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
0: uh, (laughs) John Bon Jovi. There we go, Kate. Uh, Please uh, come home for Christmas. Welcome back to the show. We've got Dr. Pesta in this hour, always on a Monday. And uh, I welcome you from all over the country listening. I will be on the Alex Jones Show this week on Wednesday. And uh, Chrisanne Hall will be joining me there. So make sure that you uh, listen up. And also, I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com. You know what? They are lightning fast right now in getting you the products. If I were you, I would order up some sheets, some towels, I'd order up some slippers, a robe, um, I don't care, a dog bed, a mattress topper, which makes an old mattress like new. You know what? There are so many wonderful products there, and you can get up to 66% off right now if you use the code Kate. Or you can go to MyPillow.com forward slash Kate and uh, get to the same place. And let me tell you, when you use my name as a code for being a listener, uh, you will be heavily rewarded in honoring and respecting truth in radio at the same time. Helping Mike Lindell, uh, keeping the show on the air, and providing great products. And so uh, for Christmas time, you know what? Today's what? The 13th? You're going to get those products. And let me just tell you what a great, great option that is right now, because they are the best products I've ever had in bedding. Uh, bedding and bath and everything else. And they even have loungewear, too. Cozy, cozy loungewear. So you're going to love this stuff. Go to MyPillow.com. You'll be surprised at all the products. Um, and Dr. Duke Pest is on with us. And I am so excited to have you here. In fact, on the break, we were just talking about, I was had been reading an article about student behavior, how they're having a really hard time with students because of uh, behavioral problems. Maybe it's a lack of truth. Huh. I wonder if that could be it. Uh, Anyway, we don't need peace on earth. We need truth on earth. But uh, Dr. Pesta, tell me some of the things you've
3: noticed. I think it's absolutely true. There's been a sea change in student attitudes. Now that they're back, now that there are, um, now we still have mask requirements. So Mm -hmm. uh, in campus, uh, in class, it's weird. In their dorm rooms and in their recreation facilities, our university students do not have to wear their masks. Sitting 25 feet away from me in my classroom, they must. It's bizarre. But it's like something snapped. I think during this last Mm -hmm. COVID push, this this has been building for years. But I think the university kids have finally figured out that they need that we need them more than they need us, hmm. wow. that they're paying all this money. They're right. finally realizing how overpaid they are. They're o- over much. They're paying. Uh, they, they, It's almost as if they realize with this pandemic that we're, we'll, we are in much more trouble if we get rid of the slackers and the lazy and the ignorant. If we, If we get rid of them. Uh, I mean, the majors are collapsing. I mean, our English major is down hundreds of percentiles i mean we, we when i moved here 13 years ago to take mm-hmm, this job mm-hmm. we had over 300 english majors now we have like 45 wow. this is true about unique uh, majors all across the humanities and the social sciences these kids have figured out that um if if there's so few of them mm-hmm. and there's so many of us that if they fail if we fail them or we give them a hard time about not showing up to class or mm-hmm. not turning in their work they they're gone they just dropped the class or they Stop coming, and then the universities cancel. Has to go around canceling classes for low enrollments. I think they figured it out now. I mean, uh, they're no longer victims. I think they yeah. now know that they that that they're going to manipulate the system as much. And don't don't forget the fact too, guys. That for the last 10 years now, we're five really, we've been bringing school students to to campus, not because they're the best and the brightest, Hmm. but because we are including the word inclusiveness, right? Mm -hmm. We, in the name of social justice, by definition, must take many kids who shouldn't be here. If, If we're only accepting to college kids whose grades and scores and behavior and extracurriculars are excellent. Mm-hmm. Then, by definition, we are excluding slackers and the lazy and the incompetent and the stupid. And this is how bad it is at universities in the name of ideology. Rather than pass up on or ignore or fail to admit the slacker, the lazy, the cheat, the liar, we're taking them with ex- with particular exuberance. See how. Incredibly inclusive, we are, guys. We're taking people who can't read. We're taking inner city kids who don't know the first name, how to even spell their names. We're taking kids from the inner cities who can't sit still who are semi-literate, who have bad attitudes, and we're throwing them in the college population, four out of ten, four out of ten of them are here. And you don't dare fire them, you don't dare suspend suspend them, heaven forbid you can actually fail them, because if you bring kids to campus to show how woke and inclusive you are, and then you fail it, it's even worse that, than if you had never been inclusive to begin again, again with. Mm-hmm. Once you have them there, mm-hmm. you gotta give them scholarships and, and you gotta give them grant money for books and grant money for housing because they're poor, unfortunate kids. So you're giving them all these rewards for being ignorant that kids who belong here don't get. And then they are they are fail-proof. Because again, like I just said. It's not only a matter of economics. If I fail the 40% of my classes every, day, every semester, th- that should be failed, right. 20% because they won't do the work, and 20% because they're incapable, then that's 40% of dorm rooms not sold, 40% of parking passes not sold, 40% plan- uh, of meal plans mm. not bought, which means right. we don't have enough right. to keep the doors open. Jeez. And, and then, then the political correctness, right? If you bring them there because they don't belong, Mm-hmm. and then you fail them because they don't care, then you've just contradicted your own inclusivity. Once you bring them there, it is a foregone conclusion whether they attend classes or not. You're going to have to give them a diploma or you're not being inclusive.
0: Jeez. Oh, my gosh. We've got ourselves so backed into a corner. It's so pathetic. Yeah.
3: The inmates are running the asylum, and, never, and everybody understands it.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uncle Bill. Bill.
1: That doesn't bother me too much as long as the IRS hires those with financial degrees.
3: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but be careful, Miltie, Yeah. because be careful. my students are not only ignorant, they're incredibly politically arrogant. So oh, yes. what would be what you kept your you've done your your taxes the right way, Milty? What if you get some leftist IRA agent? Because that's who they're hiring. Mm-hmm. Left wing punk IRA uh, 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 foundation guy, a, a, somebody from the IRS who's a radical lefty but can't even add uh, your political affiliation is going to be the decision whether you're audited or not your political affiliation not not the not the reality of your books it's going to be your political positions that's going to get you in trouble i believe it's
1: been that way for about a decade oh my
3: gosh you know
0: there was a stat that actually shocked me and this was from uh, young america's foundation but get this households featuring married parents okay married parents with children dropped from 40% in 1970 and now it's just 17.8% of children coming I, I, from married homes.
3: I talked about it on the Dr. Duke show just this Jeez. morning. This is a huge, what, what the statistic measured, How what percentage of American families have a married husband and wife, and children of any age. And the answer is less than 18% now. 120 million families were surveyed, 120 million. And we are at the point where there's well under 20% of them, less than one in five of them actually are married in a nuclear family way. Far more single moms and single dads, far more people choosing to live alone, far, far, far more couples shacking up. Mm -hmm. You go back to 1940, I believe it or so, no, excuse me, 1959, 1959, the number was something like 80%. And now we're under 18%. It's been a complete turnaround.
0: It's, I I was stunned by this. I was absolutely stunned. Go ahead. and See, I'm not stunned at all because
1: I've always looked at it like this. Just like abortion. At one time, divorce was not legal.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know,
1: and families stayed together.
0: Well, it was the it was common. I mean, it, I remember when my parents got divorced in the '80s. That was a big deal. I mean, we were the house on the block that our parents got divorced. I mean, when I was a teenager, and honestly, it just wasn't as common in school. And now it is it is absolutely crazy if your parents are still together. That is a well, sad that state
3: been, of affairs. That must have been a, a total shock in a Mormon Mormon neighborhood. And, and it used no, to be a California. huge shock in a, in a in a catholic uni- mm-hmm. uh, neighborhood yeah. but not anymore i mean the the change in the religious life of america particularly right. across christian denominations now now i mean it makes it it's almost heroic from a religious sex, uh, sensibility right right Are i you, mean the yeah. churches the churches do not preach celibacy they do not preach monogamy anymore i mean they're more concerned about uh, protecting the spiritual rights of, of transgenders.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That's I true. mean, it, it used yeah. to be a time when a divorce was shocking. Now, yep. in my university classes, the shock is when families have stayed together. Yeah. It's amazing. You ask kids how many of your parents are still together, and you get one or two hands go up in a room of 35 students.
0: Jeez.
1: I remember when my aunt and uncle got divorced, they actually had to go to another state.
0: Did they to really? get the
1: divorce yeah. oh my
0: gosh I, I I look at this I'm I'm actually stunned I really am I didn't think it was that low I didn't think it would be under 18 percent I didn't think we'd be in the teens and I was I was shocked to see it 40 percent back in 1970 because I remember uh, well that most of my friends their parents were together so that was kind of strange I thought wow I didn't even realize it was la- that low then but you think about all these these liberal women that try to have their career and then they have a baby on their own because men aren't necessarily in their world you know and I just think there are so many situations like that now where it's just the thing to do it's like a cool thing to go and have a baby on your own I guess to show the world that you don't need anybody else poor baby well, but
3: you know babies what I mean? are like babies are like accessories today right Yeah, a woman gets to be a certain age and she realizes that she hasn't had one this almost never has anything to do with maternal feelings or sacrifice right. or the idea that you're going to spend the rest of your life in service to a growing child no you're already in your 40s you're already spoiled the idea that you're suddenly going to become an outgoing loving extrovert isn't going to happen well, it's, it, it becomes boutique stuff right yeah. it becomes and I'm not saying that every mother at a certain age be, um, is, who has a child late in life is a narcissist I'm not well, saying that but this culture it, mm-hmm. it gives rise to the f- phenomenon right I mean well, I mean, think about these Hollywood idiots like mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie and there's yeah. there's hundreds like her and once they get rich and they get famous they have it's like a baby from every culture a baby mm-hmm. of every race. To show uh, that it's, it's almost like you go baby shopping.
0: Yeah, to show that there's some wonderful wonderful person, right? Or if you're Charlize uh, Theron, you try to change their sex the yep. second you get them, um, which she's and, done to and her they're
3: kids. And the babies are, are completely taken care of by nannies, yes. never by the moms and the dads.
0: Yes, that's what I was going to say, is I don't find a lot of moms out there that plan on being home with their children. It's more about, I can have my kids and then find a good child care service, or yep. they'll be gone at school, so that'll allow me my career. So it's always worked in Career and I find very few young women, and I applaud those young women who say, "No, I want to be a mom and I want to be home with my kids." I think it's amazing. Go ahead, you know,
1: a lot of this wouldn't even be possible if we hadn't turned into such a welfare state.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I and a and a two paycheck family all the time now yeah. to have the things we want and that's the sad part is is that we're we've done it so that we can enable what we want along well, the way instead of that sacrifice for those kids yep. you know
3: that's all true. Now we also have, like, we cannot ignore the fact that for 50 years now we've had a nonstop assault on the nuclear family. Families aren't the problem; it's the nuclear family. Uh, you look at uh, the way that gay marriage and gay families oh, yes. and trans families are dominating our mm-hmm. TV. Uh, yeah. The real we've been we're we're being told now the real families, the only real genuine families, are the dysfunctional ones.
0: Right, right. The ones joined by love. See, regular families exactly. don't have love. No, we just have judgment. Um, It's the regular families that have the love. And the only love is the glue that keeps them together. That's all you need to be called a family, right? They've re-engineered the word. And
3: and in the case you just mentioned, love is anything but boundaries and discipline and respect. Right, right. is everything else. Love is is the invisible and irrational force that keeps the Simpsons together. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yes,
0: be right back. Kate Daly's show.